I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. As I mentioned, under the guise of science, I am Charlie. Hi, I'm Chris. Yeah. Uh, this is we're back to a sciencey style now. Very sciencey. So yeah. much science. Yeah. All of it. All of the science. I'm actually pretty terrified of the first article we're going to talk about tonight. That's pretty crazy. Because I read over a decent chunk of it and was like, this is a lot. And then I scrolled up and was like, oh, shit. Uh, if you press play, someone will read the article to you. So then Ooh. they did it, and I heard more of the words, and as I was hearing more of the words, I was like, oh, this is going to be harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was reading them different. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some... Uh, we're going back to space for this one, and this particular first article that you're talking about is cutting edge hypothesis shit there's not even a, an experiment to prove it it's a hypothesized experiment cutting edge hypothesis good uh hip-hop album name i think it could work underground indie stuff yeah no mainstream it's, stuff it's like a cannabis type shit or absolutely i don't know it's if his he's... first mixtape yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> before yeah, things happen. Um, this this first article was like, it's pretty much it's what if there was a third thing, right? Like yeah, in in addition to uh, quantum theory and the uh, general G, what what is the general relativity GR? Yeah, oh, okay. so GR. Damn it, that was close. Close. It was good. Yeah, I can I can give a high level synopsis quick. Definitely. So. Um, High-level synopsis, synopsis of physics in general. The, the two main <laughs> things in physics are general relativity, mm-hmm. which is very, very good at describing the behavior of the very big, and then quantum field theory, which is very, very good at describing the uh, behavior of the very, very small. The problem is gravity. Like We fu- found the various fundamental forces uh, or the four fundamental forces and we found the quanta or the, the quantized thing that actually communicates the force. Okay. We have not found that with gravity. So while we can predict what it's going to do, we have formulas that can measurement. We under measure it. We have a good understanding of how to work with gravity. We don't know what it's made of. So that's always been the issue to connect those two. Like it's the general understanding of uh, a more massive thing will attract a less massive thing. But what actually what what makes that work? 
Right. Pretty yeah, because a, a magnet north attracts south. But how does that work? How is that force communicated? How is that attraction? How does one side know that it's attracted to the other side? It's a photon or a virtual photon that communicates that attraction. The strong force. How does one proton stick to an, uh, a neutron? Or how do two positive protons stay in the same nucleus together? Because we know positive and positive would repel. There's a gluon mm-hmm. or a virtual gluon that's exchanged that communicates that force. And the same thing with when a proton changes to a neutron or vice versa, there's a decay. There is some type of boson. I think it's called the W or Z boson, depending on the exchange. That is also that communicates that force like that is either absorbed or emitted along with some other type of energy. So there's a, there's a thing at the tiniest, tiniest level that we can see that does all this. As far as we know, as far as we can see, there's nothing to tell the moon that it's supposed to be attracted to the earth and stay in orbit at that level. Son, that was fucking impressive. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 Is it clear, though? That's that's the important yeah, part. Yeah, right. d- definitely. It was, it was, it was good examples, but yeah, I, I like I like you giving me a good roller coaster sentence. <laughs> Where I run on? Yeah, like the I I can barely render the information in my brain <laughs> as you're saying it. It's like oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hope hopefully that that makes some kind of. But yeah, like uh, I don't know. No. There, but, there... Yeah, like what is there? There is no anything that's detected about what is making gravity grav. Yeah. We can clearly see that it's the warping of space for these very big, these very big objects warp space. And then they move through this now curved space because of their mass. Mm -hmm. We can see that. But if you get down to the quantum level where you're talking about one particle, the gravitational effect like where where is that warping noticeable like how big does the particle have to be before okay now we can notice that that warping is happening because anything before there there has there still has to be some kind of quantum communication i guess but or it's that's the point of the article the article is saying maybe there isn't maybe there's not a quantum gravity type thing maybe it it comes after that it's it's more of a an emergent thing that happens but it's not a it's not a quantum effect like gravity's if if this theory were to end up true is like well then gravity gets its own explanation like it doesn't get lumped in with the other stuff exactly there may not be a graviton after all that's that's the hypothesized name of whatever particle that would be Ooh, gravitons, gravit not looking so good for you right now. Gravitons on the ropes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know that this is like a new theory, so I have no idea how uh, accepted it is and shit like that. <laughs> new information has come to light. Gravitons are gonna get canceled. It's over for gravitons. You had your shot. Should have stepped up <laughs> while you had the chance. 
<laughs> I mean, and, and the theory now is still very new. Um, there's a lot in there that may be correct, maybe incorrect. We don't know. Nobody knows yet because it's still so new. But I think the the article also mentioned Alan Guth and the uh, the what the hell was it called? Where the universe got bigger, the expand not expansion. Oh Jesus, I'm drawing a bad blank on this one. After the Big Bang, there was the uh, inflation. Sorry, cosmic yeah, inflation. Yeah. That was <laughs> that was a really like oh, there was a wall there that I had to juke around. Sorry. Don't worry if if <laughs> if if we had to buzz in to come up with that word, you would have been fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it didn't it didn't tick down, right? The yeah, Jeopardy I've... thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, he better say it. Because <laughs> I don't fucking remember. Yeah. No. <laughs> Who? Alan? What? Yeah. <laughs> No, that's that's the only thing I remembered because it sounds like uh, Mike Tyson referring to his favorite bird, (laughs) (laughs) Alan Goose. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, look in that pond and all the goose. (laughs) (laughs) That's not his favorite bird, though. I hope he doesn't hear this and get offended. Oh yeah, he's He's a pigeon. He's He's a pigeon pigeon guy. guy. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> what I'm saying to... is it that we know what Mike Tyson's favorite bird is. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody better know what his favorite bird is. <laughs> so else, that's on you if you don't. If you, you suffer the consequences. <laughs> if Mike Tyson walks this earth, you know what his favorite bird is. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Simpsons bit. Um that episode where there was like a riot in the jail cell and I forget the Simpsons version of Mike Tyson, but he was, uh, Dredrick Tatum. What is it? Dredrick Tatum. Oh, okay. (laughs) So (laughs) he was sitting there in prison. He was like reading a book, sitting on the bed and there was like a full blown riot and there was fires and people like fighting security guards and it was just chaos. And he goes, Hey guys, come on, shut up. And everyone stops and goes, sorry, champ, and backs into their cells and everything. <laughs> yeah. And that's an accurate portrayal. That's why they were so good at satire of why we all know what Mike Tyson's favorite bird is. Yeah. Did you ever did you see the uh it was a documentary type? It was like a mini series of his. I think it was on Amazon, but it was the Mike Tyson story on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I did, was, no. Yeah, it was multiple episodes, and it was very, very good. I don't know the actor that played him, but he did an excellent Mike Tyson impression. But they showed his story, his side of every story. Um, but they started, obviously, when he was younger, and he wasn't a fighter. He actually was, like, he liked pigeons, and he got bullied a lot. And one of the bullies killed a pigeon in front of him, and that was the first time he just lost his shit and he beat this kid bad, like oh, <laughs> at God. least according to the documentary. You know, it might be dramatized for TV and stuff like that, but that was the first time he kicked the shit out of somebody, and, and it was over a pigeon. So, Oof. yeah, first of many. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's <laughs> anytime he was losing in a fight, and he's in his corner, picturing corner, that corner guy's like, "Listen, Mike, I didn't want to have to tell you this, but." <laughs> Do you know what he did to a pigeon in his yeah. locker room before the the fight tonight? And just <laughs> yeah, and, look, 
Look at him. <laughs> Picture him hand on a cage full of pigeons, garbage can full of water. Go, <laughs> go get him, champ. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be careful if I were you for even saying that sentence where it could be published somewhere <laughs> on the internet. I'm a, for the record, I'm against that. I was just saying that as a motivation <laughs> from for Mike Tyson to go take someone's head off. That would probably be a good one, but I am completely <laughs> and 100% against drowning pigeons. I hope that's, <laughs> if we learn nothing else tonight, I hope that's the takeaway from the show. You know what? <laughs> That's a bold stance. You're a brave guy mm. to come out and say you're against drowning pigeons. I know. I hope it's not too controversial. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, back to that that article. Sorry, <laughs> that was that was a weird Mike Tyson tangent. <laughs> I was hoping so bad that you were gonna go. Oh, back to Mike Tyson real quick. <laughs> Just... Did you ever see him in the Olympics when he came? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so the proposed experiment. So they don't even have an experiment currently that can, that can figure this out, but they have proposed an experiment that could do it, mm. and it's the double slit. They go right back to the double slit experiment. Oh shit! Double mm-hmm. slit. So if they can send something with mass through the double slit, where they can kind of detect a gravitational effect and they do it enough and have like, again, the monitor on one of the slits to see if the particle goes through there or not. The idea or the hope is depending on the gravity, the pattern of the gravitational effect that over time, if the, the gravity is coming from both slits, like the idea that the particle goes through both slits at the same time and then right. interferes with itself and gives that interference pattern. The gravity should be somewhere in the middle. It should be like the average or the median or the mean or whatever the correct word is for the multiple slit occurrences or whatever. So if if gravity is quantum, it would also be having that quantum effect and and be in the middle of the two versus if it's post-quantum i think is the word they they used it was just kind of like getting into metal music genres and shit yeah which <laughs> i generally am not pleased when there's post in front of a genre right off the bat that just, that just means we don't know yeah he cleared they, they liked led zeppelin probably but that yeah. it doesn't sound like Led. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... uh <laughs> so gravity they can detect gravity like you can't see what it's doing, but you can detect it. Yeah, uh, that's why it's proposed and not already oh, okay. performed. Yeah, right. they don't. I don't know if they can yet, or if they have figured out a way to do it. But if the and, and so the other part, if it is post quantum, they should be able to detect it along the two slits, kind in a way. You know what I mean? Like it would yeah. be two instances of it versus the average of the two. That's the uh, the idea or the hope or whatever, but. Yeah, that I don't think they can actually detect because if they could, then we'd know what the fuck it is. I guess, right? Right. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That's gonna be my reason. That, that wasn't a good question, but <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> no, yeah. but that is a hundred percent like 
along the lines of how the hell do we do this? We have to send something big enough that it'll have some kind of effect on gravity that we can detect. Like the lowest end of the spectrum mass. Yeah. And, and small enough that it'll obey this quantum uncertainty weirdness. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Now is, I don't remember if this came up at any point, but are there, does the mass of, uh, does the mass of something like, do, do they know where exactly the mass starts? Like, Atoms have like mass, where's correct? that threshold? Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, atoms do have mass. They they know what they know what particles have mass and what particles don't. Sure. And denser atoms are have more mass on the molecular level, right? That's yep. why it's denser all the way throughout. And that's yeah. The periodic table is actually that atomic number and or the atomic weight they, right. they have. Yeah. So okay. as it goes up, it's bigger and more massive. Yep. That's crazy shit. So yeah, yeah I, what what's number one? Uh helium? Hydrogen. Helium, hydrogen. So yeah. hydrogen Helium's two. In theory, it probably something from a hydrogen atom, right? I guess a proton, because a proton is is a hydrogen ion technically. It's a positive ion of hydrogen. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have the electron that would make it a molecule. So I would think maybe that might be the the biggest. Or I think neutrons are slightly more massive than particles. I mean, I have no idea. I'm just saying stuff, but I have no idea if that could actually work or not. But I know (laughs) neutrons are a single particle that are slightly more massive than particles. So that might be the uh, the guy to go to. I don't know. or, Or maybe do you have to do it with a quark? Like our particle, our protons and neutrons too big. Does it does it have to go down to the the smaller level where quarks are small but they have mass? That yeah, and you they can't isolate quarks yet. No, not really. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this 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 theory could be like sixty to eighty years out before they can even yeah actually prove it. Yeah, well, that <laughs> shit that brings me back to Alan Guth. I never got to where I was going with. <laughs> so he proposed inflation, and when inflation first came out, like his first paper or whatever, there were a lot of problems with it. There were a lot of things that were not accurate, but it was such a good idea, and it solved so many problems that it was like, wait a minute, even though there there are inconsistencies or there are holes in the theory there's some meat on these bones. So let's dive into it a little bit more. And it was after him that it was more fleshed out. He just had the initial idea of, of wait a minute, what if the universe just swelled up really big out of nowhere real quick. And like, so his initial paper may not have been perfect, but as time went on, that's where they put the pieces together. So yeah, to your point, that's what that brought me back to that is that this, this is just the first, guy or first people or i don't know how many came up with this but this is just the first instance of this where it's like hang on what if we look at it under this light and now yeah well other minds will get to it and beat the shit out of it so to speak or or beat the tires on it i guess is another way to to say it and see if it holds up or not beat the horse on it too 
Yeah, beat everything in sight. <laughs> beat the meat. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> beat you, beat him, beat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would be that would be physics changing cuz right now the the whole goal is to combine general relativity and, and quantum field theory and, and make them play nice or find the connection between the two quantized gravity whatever whatever you want to call it that's where physics has been headed for a while so this idea to say wait a minute maybe it's just not maybe we don't do that and anytime theoretical physics has been uh it always feels like theoretical filler. Ugh, the- Oof, that was really butchered. Theophysics. Theophysics. Anytime theoretical physics is brought up, the... Uh, oh, where'd that thought go? <laughs> oh, that's it. here it is. So anytime it comes up... Uh, There'll be an idea that's pretty widely accepted, and then someone gets a big break by going, yeah, but what if it's not? That, that could happen. I'm trying to think of instances like um, the static universe. That's one where it was kind of assumed that the, the even Einstein thought the universe was static, that it was this was the size it is. Right. And it's been that way. And uh, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, I wish I could remember his name. Some some French priest. Um, oh, he was yeah, the guy that was like, "Wait a minute, this shit looks like it's moving away." And then they were, you know, so yeah. And then also, uh, this isn't physics, but it is. Uh, it is astronomy, like just going from uh, heliocentric to geocentric, or vice versa, rather. Like just that idea. It's like, yeah, everything revolves around the Earth. Well, what if it doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> well, then we'll burn you at the stake like we did everybody else who came up with that idea. <laughs> it's so crazy that, like, by, I don't know, just people looking up and mapping it out and then saying, what about those five? They're doing weird shit. Yeah. And it's from that, like, the, the snowball to... There's this ball of gas in the middle and everything's going around it. And there's all of those other things up there are the same thing. Uh, yeah. And then just someone, to, has, someone has to buck the status quo. But yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And even just, just to get to the point of it's like, all right, you know what? I am going to write down what those those five are doing every single night um, for the rest of my life. If it takes right. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What else am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) I can't hunt. I'm wearing a loincloth. (laughs) I'm 47, which back then was 133. (laughs) And just the... Yeah, because there wasn't shit else to do anyway. Like, It's like, what do you... I, I, I don't know if he was British, but he is now. Oh, what are you doing after we have supper tonight? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go draw the sky again. <laughs> like I have for the previous <laughs> seven plus years. <laughs> it's either stay here and listen to you tell me 
how I don't arrange the leaves correctly or go over there and draw the sky. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do again. Well, you never put them in the same place where they belong. You should put the leaves in the, in the appropriate place. Uh, come off it, mate. <laughs> oh, don't talk to me that way or I'll give you something to come off of. <laughs> Come off it is is good slang. I yeah. feel like we should. We, yeah, it needs to be adopted. That come off it. I'll get off that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a nice shut the fuck up, but it's not as as timid as like. Come on, don't talk. Don't say that. Yeah, you know, hey, like come, that sounds. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost. It's like when I tell my dog leave it. Like it's kind of like that kind of vibe. Like come off it. Enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to take the dominant tone. <laughs> it's more it's more the tone than the actual words. <laughs> hey, come off it. <laughs> Damn it, I thought I was gonna get through a whole episode without coughing. It's part of the show, I feel like. <laughs> Certainly the last four months. <laughs> yeah, we we cough, we pee. We <laughs> we it's cough, hard to get to we the mute pee, button we pee, we cough and that's what we do <laughs> on our show <laughs> I'm totally making a sea shanty I like it <laughs> <laughs> About the there show. aren't enough sea shanties shout out to Ween because they were the only band I know of with the balls to say let's make a sea shanty album <laughs> <laughs> album <laughs> album, oh, entire man. album yeah <laughs> nice job, Ween. <laughs> yeah, I got a country album, Sea Shanty album, <laughs> an album that they wrote in seventh grade, things like that. Well, I think I think they might grab me in on the Sea Shanty album. I'll start with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll send you the link. <laughs> uh, so how do we get from Gravity to Sea Shanties? I don't know. <laughs> um, let me think. How can we... So the mollusk is an animal that lives in the ocean. <laughs> um, and on Enceladus, there are potentially oceans underneath the ice <laughs> surface. Eucalyptus mollusks. <laughs> I love that the name is Enceladus. I know it's Enceladus, but it's more fun to say Enceladus because that sounds like a disease or like a girl's name or yeah. See, Enceladus sounds like like a Greek ancient Greek general or like... a flare-up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I can't type my Enceladus. <laughs> Every time I get up in the morning, I can't bend my left arm. Oh, Enceladus. <laughs> if you're an adult between the ages of 44 and 63, you should try talking to your doctor about Enceladus. <laughs> yeah, almost had a whiskey keyboard there. Yeah, that was <laughs> the wrong time for that sip. Uh, Enceladus. Yeah. En en how do you, you say it? Say it Enceladus. 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 All right, fine. I think so. Wait, hang on. Pronunciation. Let's hit the button. 
Uh, how do you do it? Uh, which thing? Google. How do you do which thing? Google. There you type you the go. word in the thing, and then you. you Enceladus. Oh, I can hear it loud in my headphones. I guess that's not going to come through. Hold on, let me try this. Is this <laughs> just going to go? What? <laughs> no. No, okay. no. No. Did it work at all? It didn't go wah. Okay. Nice. All right. Enceladus. That's it. And that. It's, it's a moon of Saturn. It might be. It might be some kind of Greek thing. Which, if you is. remember from uh, episode twenty-seven, we had a whole the moon contest about Saturn. We did. And now here and we I are talking Enceladus, about Saturn's moon. And I think Enceladus came up the back then. So it did. Uh, so it's covered in ice, but it's got uh, it's got liquid water underneath it, or theoretically liquid water underneath it. Theorized to have a saltwater ocean. It's okay. supposedly a planet of mostly salt water. Which, I mean, on its own is cool as shit. We had an ocean planet way back in the deep solar system or an ocean moon. But uh, this article says that it appears to be blanketed in a thick layer of snow. And if I'm not mistaken, the thick layer was a couple hundred meters like it's it's not just <laughs> yeah it's, it's not it's not a light, a light dusting right as they say. <laughs> which i mean that alone is just cool as shit just the fact that so that it we've already talked about it it has ice volcanoes which come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> what else do you want from a moon of just, saturn and how do those work again yeah so they don't have like uh plate tectonic plate tectonics like the earth does mm. it's more about uh gravitational squeezing i guess is one way to put it uh tidal forces that that's the word because saturn is so large as this moon orbits this large body there's a whole lot of pressure as, as it spins around that I, I don't know if it's tidally locked or if it also has a rotation Regardless, it squeezes and contracts and expands in different spaces. So all of this cold-ass water way out and deep in the solar system is uh, under the surface. It's liquid, but as it gets closer to the surface where there's less uh, of a blanket to keep the heat in, mm. um, it, it's just ice and snow. So out there, the uh, pressure forces volcanoes and it just uh, erupts into the atmosphere fucking... some of which goes into the rings <laughs> that's the vig <laughs> right that's yeah saturn needs a kick up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need to you gotta kick... keep me looking pretty <laughs> kick up to these pinky rings <laughs> pinky ring shit yeah <laughs> And the cool thing about that, which uh, this article reminded me, is that it, the stuff getting kicked up from underneath uh, in the volcanic eruptions is this is the one that it, it's the contains the building blocks of life, right? It's right. The, the elements like uh, yeah, pre-life chemistry or pre-biochemistry kind of yeah. yeah, which which I mean. It sounds like that kind of stuff, or it sounds like it's it's hypothesized that that kind of stuff is fairly common. The uh, like the seeds that could eventually become life seem to be in a lot of different places. Which I mean, it kind of has to be because unless there's 
somebody that put us here, which are we, are we still doing that? But, <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it would have to, for us to be here, there would have to be a really good chance of this shit just happening. And as far as we know so far, there's, there's 130 something elements, right? I think 118, if oh, I remember okay. correctly. 118. Yeah, just because I, I just listened to that episode. Okay. So, yeah. I learned from us. <laughs> For the record, we may not have been right then either. So. That's true, too. That's true, too. I am referencing idiots. <laughs> There's 118. Are you sure? Well, one of us said that last time. <laughs> It must be right. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> uh, why was I bringing up? How many? Oh, so yeah, there's 118 elements. The universe is as infinite as the human mind can grasp. Actually, significantly more than the human mind can even grasp. Yeah. Uh, if there's only that few elements, I mean. Th- that combination in the scale of things probably comes up kind of frequently, not frequently, but like there's a large enough sample set that it happens a fucking bunch. Right. Yeah. Even if it's one in a billion, yeah, there's still a few hundred million of them out there. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's staggering how big it could be. Even if you're talking, there's such a low percentage. There's like 400 in our galaxy alone. Right. <laughs> yeah, there is so much stuff. <laughs> There's so many things. She had so many things. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, but yeah, so it's that's just one of the steps. Like, because yeah, as as we've been saying, it's there's so many things that had to fucking line up correctly. Yep. For us. To make fun of it, yeah, seriously, <laughs> half-heartedly. <laughs> I want. I I'm curious. Scientists figure this out somehow. But are there other planets out there that evolved up to the point of dinosaurs and then stopped there? Because, like, if we didn't have that asteroid and then the mammals could rise and then become us, like. Was it just going to be big lizards that didn't really care about anything but eating? Uh, That's always with like the the idea of intelligent life yeah. being people that are like. But what if what if I throw this over there? Like, for, what if I I don't know try to get out, explore <laughs> that side or something? Like like I don't think brontosauruses were doing that, right? They weren't like. I don't know. Yeah, not yet, but uh, that. Would they have evolved? Would there have been lizard assholes that were like, no, I got to use my flag. <laughs> Uninterrupted lizard assholes? You don't know. <laughs> like, humans theoretically evolved over the course of, like, this level of intelligent primates is what? 50, 100,000 years? Something, yeah. Something like Let, that. Let's even, even if you were to say half a mil. Okay, let's say half a mil. That's going, yeah, that's going real high estimate, but yeah, it's not that. It's a hundred, a hundred million years of lizards, yeah. uninterrupted lizards. 
Maybe. Right. You don't know. They they could have fucking found the uh they could have found the cow poop in the grass. But but you know what's crazy about the dinosaurs? I think another thing that gets overlooked about how long like where the rulers of the planet now as as we say or at least the dominant species, but again, half a million years. Dinosaurs were the dominant species on the planet from like 200 million years ago to 65 million years ago. That is a huge, like Justin Bieber is more closely related to the last dinosaurs than the last dinosaurs are to the first dinosaurs. How about that? Oh, man. Yo, fuck yeah. it. That makes sense because Denver, the last dinosaur, was also a singer. So there it is. Get it. Write it down. Jot it down. Yeah. Submit it to the patent office on a piece of paper like young <laughs> Einstein did. Shout out to Justin Bieber. I don't like your music, but if I was 19 with the kind of money that you had when you were 19, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like the fact that you didn't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what I would have done. I, the fact that you're not dead. Let's go with that. You're yeah, not dead. that, that was going to be dead. the only example I would have given. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good for you for not being dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't have to do anything for the rest of his life. Like he can Ever just again, stop yeah. doing things. His kids don't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. He got a, I don't know about his grandkids, but at least his kids. He got that kind of wealth. Like he could put his money away and just go live in the woods and just and just whittle shit like for the rest of his life. And that would probably just that sitting in in banks collecting interest would get his yeah. grandkids a life of luxury. His grandkids could send could sell genuine Justin Bieber wood carvings <laughs> this this was driftwood and now it's a terrible statue but justin bieber <laughs> justin bieber made it so it's something <laughs> this was driftwood it's still driftwood but it isn't as big <laughs> <laughs> it's less driftwood than when found <laughs> this, i found this driftwood and i carved a piece of driftwood out of it <laughs> With with some panache. <laughs> I found this one driftwood and I broke it into fifty-five pieces of driftwood. <laughs> Collect them all. <laughs> now that this drives up the market. Yeah, beaverwood. Right? There's only <laughs> only fifty-five exist. That's already rare and someone will pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> some some asshole some asshole drinking scotch but holding it. In his hand like this up high being like mm, yep i got 33 of them uh i know that at least seven have been destroyed and three are unaccounted for i'm still working on getting the next few in like two always someone years. yeah i love like not i love i shouldn't say that but there are you should say i love right <laughs> TMZ in general. I don't want to throw anyone else any say any specific names, but it seems to be the population is hey, did you hear this person is dating this person or this person is doing this with this and like 
when people ask me about people that I like and say, oh, did you know that so-and-so is married to... No, I had no fucking clue. This is one of my favorite artists that I don't... I don't know anything about them as a person because I don't give a shit. Like um, I consume the art and leave it at that. I don't know what that has to do with anything we were talking about. I don't either, but I will say (laughs) the bourbon's landing. (laughs) Hey, did you know that iron lung works on a, on a fishing boat when he's not kicking ass and scissor fight? (laughs) Yeah. That's what his albums are about. Anyway. And I actually knew him, per- well, we knew him personally, yeah. but I don't know. It- anytime I talked to him, it was about smoking weed or scissor fight lyrics. Those are the <laughs> things. <laughs> nice guy, but, you know. Yeah. So, how you been? No one gives a shit. <laughs> I loved listening to them for the first time. We've been like, man, this dude just says weird shit. And then you talk to that dude, and he says all the weird shit in regular yeah. conversation. It was the craziest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. So, you know, we're, we're just going cave, and we're going to deliver the Yankee coffin. It's like, <laughs> in the you same both sense? Of those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Would it be weird if I hugged you? I'm just curious. <laughs> But my favorite thing is how he always remembered your name. And why was that? Because <laughs> that was his name as well. <laughs> <It's> all... <laughs> it's easy to remember a Chris when your name is Chris. Yeah. How crazy would that have been if he only remembered Chris's? Like he could not remember another name. So anytime he met someone whose name was Chris, he was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's it's not too much of a stretch because I'm not far from that myself. <laughs> I need your name three times at this point. Like and we gotta Richard we gotta Feynman connect. said names aren't important. Yeah, they're of no use. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> they're they're of no use to me. <laughs> that was more Joe Montaigne. I haven't done him in a while. If I can... That's true. <laughs> I gotta, you gotta work on I gotta that. work on my Feynman. Like, I need to. It was a fantastic Feynman. We just gotta, <laughs> you just got to listen to him one time. I think you'll be right back on. It's like riding a bike. Like riding a bike that you don't let anybody else take a ride on. You just <laughs> you just keep talking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, at some point, I would like to have a conversation with you about your thoughts on this subject. But anyway, let me continue on with my diatribe. <laughs> like, Oh, now's the time. Yeah. Do it now. <laughs> Good old Feynman. And uh, you, Eusolitis. Oh, yeah. Did, did, That's are right. Are we still on Eusolitis? We are. Okay, cool. So, I mean, the, the whole point was it has a crazy amount of snow. So, as uh, astronauts, we are trying to figure out. Because we are astronauts. We are. As of now. As of now. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to figure out how the hell do we land on that? If we wanted to go send a probe or we wanted to go explore or something like that with hundreds of meters of snow, what do you do to land on that and then have some kind of meaningful exploration from there? Right. Because it's technically it's it's not really too much like the actual landing, right? Because it's, it's snow, but it gets like frozen over right because of how cold it is i guess but a lot of it, it 
probably get lower now and it gets frozen over and icier. Mm. But it seems like the volcanoes are the things that are raining down the snow. That's not coming from clouds and stuff and like how that freak- necessarily. how frequently are they? Uh... I think it's like all the fucking time. Oh, it's just nonstop. Yeah. Oh, it's like the uh, th- the first uh, planet in Interstellar. Like, it's just the crazy yeah. fucking tidal forces. Tidal shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, okay. It's so close to this big body that things are going down always. That sounds like a great way to refer to yourself when someone asks how your relationship is going. It's like, well, you know, there's so much going on with this big body that something's going down always. <laughs> <laughs> It's a yeah, Jersey Shore type yeah. line. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? No. It- so my wife got into it. Mm-hmm. And I hated the show, but not because of the characters. Like, I would hang out with Paulie and Vinny tomorrow. Like, they, they, <laughs> they <laughs> absolutely... For, for various reasons, but like Vin, the Vinny was was sarcastic and goofy and kind of funny, and Paulie was basically Tomo. Like you know, so I, <laughs> I could figure out how to how to get along with both of them. Mm. But oh my god, the show was bad because it would be coming up later. There was a fight, guys. Let me tell you about this fight. Oh my god, a fight's coming up. There's going to be a fight. Oh, commercial. Come back from commercial. There was a fight. Here comes the fight. The fight happened. Some guy said, oh, you're a jerk. And then it cuts to each individual person. They said he was a jerk. I didn't like that. Oh, he said he was a jerk. And then I went at him. And then Vinny threw a punch. And then you see Vinny throw a punch. And then it cuts to Vinny. I threw a punch. So it's like like four minutes of stuff happened that they stretch into a half hour with oh, all gosh. of that. That's my – like, yeah, it's, it's not necessarily the people on the Jersey Shore that I have a problem with. It's MTV turning the – trying to make something where there was nothing. I think the the only reality TV show that I've I've been able to tolerate and not just yell over the whole time that it's on, <laughs> and even then that happens with this one too somewhat. Uh, Below Deck, that was what is that? the uh, that's the where people hire yachts like for a private like cruise for like a couple of days, and then Ooh. it's just the crew, and they have them okay. all over, the, and it's it's relatable because yeah, it's it's working people. It's people that know their craft dealing with the general public. Yeah. Like that kind of. Yeah. That, okay. It, and it's, oh, boy. <laughs> Anytime anyone says I deal with the public, uh, oh, poor you. The public are rich public. So stupid. The rich public. Oh, people who can hire super yachts. Right. And oh, then, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The, the fucking the crew of all that. It's it's a lot. Stupid, ba- stupid, basic and entitled. Yes. Okay. Even the people you were hoping were going to be awesome, like uh, I can't even think of an example now. But I remember the, like there were a couple of times like, all right, these people have got to be cool, and it's like, ah, oh, goddamn it. But then every now and again <laughs> you get a curveball, and they're like, wow, these people were so nice, which is just like working with the public. Okay. It's like you yeah. get beaten down, and you're <laughs> the the bar is so low. Eventually, where just someone has to just not yell at you, and it's like, yeah. you know, they were very nice. I I, <laughs> I worked at retail when I was a teenager, and I still remember there was this bald guy that came in, and most of the people when they bought something, I had to fucking carry it. 
And he, he was probably, I don't know, maybe 30 at the time. And, you know, one of them shaved his head, probably went bald early. But, but I don't know why that stands out to me. He was bald and skinny. But I just remember he bought something and I was like, do you need a hand with that? And he goes, no, I'm not a spaz. And he picked it up and carried it out himself. And I was like, thank you for existing. Because, yes, finally someone that could just handle this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still... I've never been in a position where I've showed up to somewhere to buy a thing that I wasn't prepared to carry the thing out, even if it involved me bringing several other people. Sure. Yeah. It was like, you can't rely on some fucking kid. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or it, I need this thing. How am I going to get this thing to where I need it? Think of the whole fucking path. Yeah. God damn the logistics. Nobody does. Nobody does right. logistics. <laughs> Sadly, it's no. It's a lost art. Yeah, I saw somebody buy a fucking a flat screen TV, and then pull a fucking Prius around. I shit you not. And it's like, yo, you can't do that. Like it's so bad for the fucking. This is a plasma TV, bro. You can't just have all the plasma on the front. It's gonna. You're stick. just gonna. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, no, that's that's what it does. <laughs> Sticky plasma. No, you can't fit the thing in. I will say, I have a I have a minivan, mm. and I bought a big TV, and I took the middle seat. <laughs> you were I, like, I have a, I have a minivan. I bought a big van. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, it's a regular kid sitting in yeah. minivan. You know, it's got the two rows. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need a full van. Minivan's good enough. But I took the middle seats out and I bought a big TV. And when I bought it, I pulled up in front to get ready to load it. And the people there were like, "I don't think this is going to be big enough." So I opened the trunk and stuck it right in. And the person there was like, wow, you just sold me on minivans. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you just got to make room and prepare, like you said. It's bigger than a pickup if you take the shit out. I, I remember wanting a minivan after turning like 20, 21, 22, that area there. Uh, obviously wanted an MPV because woo. Yeah. But MPVs are fat. Yeah. Rolling yeah. an MPV every week, you make 40 Gs. That's how it works. Yeah, that is that is math. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I remember wanting a minivan. It's like, yeah, you could fucking you bring whatever you need wherever you want. Let's grab a bunch of shit and throw it in the back and just bring it somewhere else. Yeah. Cool. Done. Right. Yeah, if you don't have kids, minivans are great. <laughs> <laughs> kids ruin minivans. Yeah, starting with the upholstery, am I right, fella? (laughs) (laughs) My only problem with my minivan is that my kids are in it. (laughs) Other than that, it's fantastic. (laughs) When I drive it alone, it's so quiet. It's perfect. (laughs) We got fucking detoured hard again. Yeah, big time. What are we talking about that time? Uh, let's we can hop to the next article. I said article. You I did. Mean, yeah. I, I was giving you a three count. <laughs> it happened. Sp- speaking of three counts, don't say this star's name three times. 
So I don't know the name of this star system, but there's a six-planet solar system. Oh, I was setting you up for the other one. But Oh, damn it. Oh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Okay, let's go but that I, way. Don't say this stuff. Well, the, <laughs> either or. I just wanted to joke, <laughs> but whatever you want to do. I missed that so hard. My bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Knocked your mic down. We're going to go Beetlejuice because you said it. Because we'll get to the other one. Beetlejuice is more important. So, and especially because coming up is the total eclipse of the Charles in, in just a few months. Stay tuned. <laughs> but there's an we have an asteroid in our solar system that will be passing in front of Betelgeuse and and causing an eclipse of a star from the Orion constellation which is uh, far off elsewhere in our galaxy which uh, I mean that's cool as shit that we can eclipse other stars not just the sun and the moon there's other things too and yeah, shit I didn't even realize that this thing was in our solar system, because again, as I prefaced, galaxy, not solar system. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Then never mind. Yeah. I thought I heard you no. say solar system. <laughs> if I said solar system, that's not what I meant. <laughs> so it's possible. That was a couple minutes ago. I don't remember. <laughs> no galaxy, though. All all of the stars we can see are in the galaxy. There's a couple things that look like stars that are other galaxies. I think Andromeda is probably the only one you can see with the naked eye, but everything else you see up there is is in the galaxy, see in the Milky Way. Oh, and so shit, this is gonna happen at night, somewhere. It's gonna be at night somewhere, obviously. At cause... night somewhere, and I don't think it comes to the Northeast United States. Okay. I saw Miami, Florida, and a lot of South America and stuff like that down that way. So chances are we're not going to see it, but thank- thankfully we live in the era that we live in, and someone will probably put it on the internet so we can look at it. We'll get a a reel from uh, Astro Alexandra. Yeah, there you Talking go. Talking very Something big like with that. their hands. Did you guys see this thing right here behind me? <laughs> <laughs> There's a big eclipse coming through, and it passed in front of you. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I saw a, uh, I saw a thing, uh, as mentioned, uh, at least within the last 10 episodes, uh, I did email her to be like, hey, you want to yeah. be on the podcast? Uh, within two, two weeks ago, she, uh, she was announced on Forbes' 30 under 30 list. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. No, no, she, she's all, she's all set with talking to yeah. us, yeah. <laughs> and nobody, nobody, nobody over thirty has that energy. That's true too. Yeah, this is over thirty. <laughs> this is what you're working with. <laughs> like she fits more words into a thirty second reel than we do in. I don't know, like the amount of times that we go, hey, uh, so. Uh, she edits and nah. shit though. We don't edit. Like this, this we just fucking talk. Yeah. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> she cuts out all the dead space. We're all about dead space. Gotta let it breathe. Yeah, we are all about that dark matter of conversation, motherfuckers. Yeah. Negative space. <laughs> Negative space. You know what? We're gonna get this one. We're gonna get. We're gonna... 
get this one. Oh no. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Negative space. And now. <laughs> <laughs> and now this transition. <laughs> Transitioning. Ooh. That's a transition back to the same story we were talking about. <laughs> What I want to see, though, what I'd be interested in with the Eclipse, is it just going to be now we don't see Beetlejuice, or will it be like a cool Ring of Fire type thing where it kind of like you know the, the outside of Beetlejuice you can still see around this, oh, the side yeah. of uh, the asteroid? That'd be cool. Yeah, like that. Yeah, seeing something that like you're just looking at a small spot in the sky that just kind of changes shape a little bit or like kind of like gets warped and disfigured yeah will it just be like a dimming or will it be some kind of noticeable whoa look at that yeah looks it looks a little cooler than you than it usually does (laughs) i think beetlejuice is isn't that the star that's supposed to erupt soon that's what i was gonna ask i was like when is beetlejuice gonna blow the fuck up that's what we've been waiting i hope I hope during the eclipse that would be the coolest shit oh my ever to happen. God. Yeah. If God, if you're listening to this, do it then. Do it then. Blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like a half hour window. Do it then. That would be fucking insane. Yeah. I don't know. I, God, if you li- I feel like God if- could. <laughs> No, no, you you feel like, and my stupid joke come after. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, if if we if we see the eclipse and we're like, cool, that was awesome, and then the sun goes down, and then like, wow, that was pretty fucking cool, wasn't it? And just, this fucking thing yeah. lights up the fucking sky. I don't. I always feel like I don't know. I don't know. They both be fucking cool. <laughs> I think if it blew up right after the eclipse, I would probably find someone's shoulders and jump on them. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what else to do with myself. That was the coolest shit that's ever gonna happen. Just pick just pick up the nearest person that you see and then just yeah, you. get over here and you just carry them around and just screaming just over your shoulder. Like you just fucking pillage the village. <laughs> just ah! <laughs> just fucking screaming oh please please make this happen <laughs> god if you're listening not only number one make that happen and number two three dollars a month come on you be a patron <laughs> that's not asking a lot for real, like the amount of money we have put in your collection basket, Lord. Right. Yeah, I gave six dollars today. So, <laughs> look at you, yo! I was putting, I was putting in one to two dollars a week in the eighties and early nineties. That's yeah. twenty to thirty dollars a week. That's true. So yeah, inflation, that shit's crazy. I mean, well, I don't know how true it is, but it. Inflation does exist. I just don't know the rate. I, I'm not gonna check my math. Me either. Yeah. I have no interest in checking. <laughs> Yo, checking check my math. math. Roll with it. Check my math, God. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah. Why don't you show my work? 
How about that, God? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but blow up that star. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so what? what's closer? Uh, that thing? The, that uh, asteroid? Or um boom 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 Oh, right now that asteroid. Okay. I think the Umamamanu. Oh, there you go. That's weird. There, there's no bees in that. It, I don't. Yeah, I might be saying. No, it wrong I said it also because you said no bees, and that sounds okay. more right. Yeah, it's, it's probably closer, but might still not might be right. So. But regardless, that has been closer. I don't think it is right now. It may get closer again. I think it's supposed to be coming back, right? Umanumanu, moo. Yeah. I don't know. Let's let's do that one pronunciation. boo. <laughs> 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 I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> Big O M M U M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M Humu humu numu numu apua apua like yeah that. that's that's yeah. only I, apua apua that's, that's the only part I remember yeah. ever apua and the humu humu numu numu apua <laughs> this sound this Trigger sound fish. that sound that sound apua <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's called the triggerfish or the pilotfish or something like that I need all those all that shit uh last article. Sure. Hop into that yeah. since we're here. So the last article seems pretty cool that they we found a, or it looks like we found some kind of solar system that is in perfect synchrony, 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 synchronicity. synchronicity. Yeah. It, it synchronizes nice. <laughs> so it's like six planets in a row. The first planet goes around once. The second planet goes around once for every two times that the first planet goes around. The third planet goes around once for every three times that the like it it, it synchronizes nicely like that that they all kind of move around. Like the sixth planet is once for every six times the the inner planet moves around. They're not lined up, right? They line up at times. They're not always lined up, but but there are times that it all of a sudden like comes back together and lines up nicely. Oh man. Yeah, they're, they're in harmony almost. And they're all within the distance of Venus to the, to the sun. like this. So it's six planets in that close range that do this. Oh, shit. So it's like a, a three-to-one conversion rate with them. I guess, yeah. Yeah, and inside at that point. And, and it's the hypothesis is that most solar systems kind of start out like this. That as things come together, and each of these planets in this solar system is, I think, um, mini Uranus, kind of, or Neptune, like small, 
smaller ice giants, not quite super earths, mm. a little bit bigger than super earths, but smaller for ice giant scale, like in that range. Mini Neptune, I guess, is, is the term that they kind of use. But um, they're all a similar size and they're all close and they all have that uh, kind of synchronous orbits. So uh, the belief is that most solar systems start off the same way and it's only from interference and things moving in and, and things moving out and bigger planets forming, blah, blah, blah. So all that kind of stuff changes how solar systems end up. So it seems like this one has been relatively undisturbed for the millions or billions of years that it's been forming. Oh, shit. So... <clears throat> Man, and I hope we didn't just fuck it up by observing it. Yeah, right? The observer effect. Now we saw it. Yeah. That's just enough to quantum shift some shit. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm 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 forming. Said the <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> Come back in another hundred billion years, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I I don't know what I was picturing like with the synchronicity or the synchronous uh development of the the planets where they're uh going around the star, that one. Yeah. Orbit. There's the words. Jesus Christ. Uh the orbits. Well, it's bad windy. Sorry. Oh yeah, I I was it was windy over here before too. Uh <laughs> Orbits. There we go. Yeah, I was I was kind of <laughs> picturing them like, are they all just in the same place the whole time? Like you could take a picture of it and it's just, they're always in the same ratio to each other. Like that's kind of like what I was picturing. I didn't think it was right, but that's the best my feeble mind could come up with. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily like, if there's ever a point that all six of them are kind of in, a, in an alignment, but it sounds like, if you wait long enough, that would happen. Mm. Um, and like the, the ratio of from one to two and two to four and, and one to six and all that kind of stuff, it, it, it lines up and it's just pretty crazy that nothing else has come in to kind of uh, maneuver the, or dissuade those orbits. Yeah. There should, should be something screaming through that, uh, through that solar system at some point. Yeah. Some kind of rogue rogue body from elsewhere that was ejected when other things touched each other. Or what even like what if one of them gets Oh no, they're cuz they're already kind of locked in their orbit now at this point, right? Right. So okay. So yeah, like so Yeah, they already got to the point where they oh, where the things that usually happen most other places didn't happen here. It's a one in a one in a hundred and billion chance or something like that. Yeah. But when you have a hundred billion things, you're gonna see it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah the the next thing's got to be some something chaotic that's got to come flying through there, or maybe pass yeah, it. Which happens. Passes through like an asteroid field or something, or yes, yeah. well, yeah, the Oort cloud gets disrupted. Like we have that Oort cloud, so the equivalent of that around whatever star that is, something passes through that and disrupts objects, and they come hurtling towards the star. 
and fuck shit up. Yeah. Good luck, everything else. <laughs> <laughs> How far away is this thing? Again? The Oort Cloud? No, the, uh, this solar system. Oh, it, it's in the Milky Way, but it's uh, pretty far. Let me look it up real quick. I think it's a. This was a hundred light years away, in the constellation Corner. What is this? Corner Berenices, Coma, Coma Berenices is apparently a constellation name that I've never heard. Coma of. Berenices. Coma Baron. <laughs> yeah. No, I have no idea. Berenices. I don't know. <laughs> Me- Isn't that a book about bears or something? <laughs> It's about how to get bears to treat you like they like you being around. It's called bear and nice. <laughs> this book is about respecting bears and getting them to respect you back. <laughs> Barro nices. <laughs> That's fucking neat. It is. Uh, yeah. You got anything else on that? I do not. Right. No. Well, then, in that case, uh, under the guise of si- science. Yep, science. That's the word. Yep. Uh, guys, always spelled G U I S E. Under the guise of science at Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram. Under the guise of science on tick on TikTok. YouTube and at Science Guys on X slash Twitter. And as always, please do listen to Fart Bar. Come talk to us. Come talk to us. Yeah. Reach yeah. out. Say what's up. Or, okay. Yeah. Text me. If you know me, text me and say I like the we show. We already know we already know <laughs> what it's like when you don't talk to us. So let's try yeah. the other one. Talk to yeah. us. Let's see what happens. <laughs> If my friends call your friends, and we can be friends. <laughs> that all right with you? <laughs> See you next time, fuckers. <laughs>